Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com. Joining us now is Ben Page, who's the chief executive of Ipsos. Ben, good to have you on the program to give us really a view on how voters are thinking about all of this. I mean, we've been focused on the market reaction. Just first of all, how popular is Jeremy Hunt as chancellor now that it looks as if power has shifted pretty significantly from number 10 to number 11? What do voters make of him? Well, I mean, we I don't think the voters have fully woken up to Jeremy Hunt as chancellor of the Exchequer, to be quite honest. But the, the problem is that the Conservatives in a few short weeks have managed to completely smash their any credibility for economic competence, which is quite impressive, really. And so Jeremy Hunt's personal profile is relatively low. Uh, we'll see after he's been doing this job for a, for a week or two, maybe he won't, I don't know how long he'll be doing it for, uh, how, it, how it comes across. And we'll see, of course, what announcements he makes today. But uh, certainly the, 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 the key point is how the mm. Conservatives very quickly, more quickly than I think we've ever seen uh, a party do this, have managed to just implode. We've never mm. seen a leader like uh, Liz Truss fall as rapidly as she has managed to achieve in public estimation. Um, it, it, it's quite impressive. So that is the well, impressive is one way to one word to use, isn't it? But that's the historical context and just how stark this is. Is that this is not yes, being I seen? Yes, I mean most most new new prime ministers get the benefit of the doubt, and they have yeah. a, they sometimes have a honeymoon period. In Liz Truss's case, she's gone straight to the floor, and she now has the lowest percentage Ipsos has ever measured since the 1970s when we started for satisfaction with a prime minister. And to achieve that within less than a month of taking office is quite impressive. Wow. Uh, just uh, briefly, Ben, before I let you go on the, on the polling question, where do the polls stand more broadly for the, for the Conservatives? Well, you've got Labour on around 50% of the vote. The Conservatives are at bedrock somewhere in the mid-20s. Uh, remember, in British politics, uh, the, the sort of rule that has never been broken so far is that both the major parties, whether they put a, even if they have a parrot on a stick or even maybe even Liz Trust, they usually get more than 29%, you know, 29% of the vote is a sort of absolute bedrock. The Conservatives are actually polling slightly below that. What would actually happen at a general election isn't clear. But at the moment, they're heading for a complete wipeout. Uh, and what's in- incredible by historic standards is just how quickly they managed to do that. A parrot on a stick. Okay, Um, I'm stifling laughter, but actually I'm close to tears at the same time uh, because you're right. No, it's it's pretty um, staggering stuff. So then what about uh, does 
does the Conservative Party then look ridiculous if they try to ditch Liz Truss? So Simon Fraser from Chatham House was, was saying that, that they could simply look ridiculous. How, how is it possible for them to change leader? Can they at this well, point, etc.? They look ridiculous anyway, so mm. they may as well. Um, I think they just have to try and uh, pretend that they had a momentary bout of madness uh, and that normal service has been resumed. So frankly, they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. I think if the MPs are able to engineer something where they just produce a new candidate, there's a palace coup, Liz Trust goes, the new candidate arrives and it's done with, there will be lots of howls from their, the, their opponents about a general election. But assuming that the, the replacement is competent and a better communicator than Liz Trust, and to be quite honest, it can't be hard to be a better communicator than Liz Trust. Uh, on that basis, that's probably if I was, you know, if I was advising them, that's what I would be telling them to do. So yes, they're damned if they do. They'll they'll have no moral, uh, you know, position for doing it. But frankly, uh, it's better than uh, limping on with Liz Trust. Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, weekday mornings at 6am on London DAB Digital Radio and on demand via the Bloomberg Business app and BloombergRadio.com. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.